Hello team, welcome to Coach's Corner for another week. My name is Bart, you can call me Bartholomew if you're feeling quite formal, but I am the head coach here at Jets Australia and today I'm also going to be your coach and today we're going to have a hot conversation, an honest, open and transparent conversation about body image, in particular what I have learned about my own body image over the years of being an actor, having cancer and my current nervous system condition in hopes that it'll help you compartmentalize your own perhaps struggles with body image or understand someone else's struggles. But before we do, we've been getting a few followers over the last few weeks. So if you are new here, welcome to the Personal Best family. It's great to have you on board. Each week we fill you with information about fitness, recovery and nutrition that will slowly piece together this fitness puzzle for you. So make sure you are following the show, make sure you are sending us uh, five star ratings and reviews as well. That really helps us push us up the algorithm and settle in. It's going to be a huge year of content, particularly when it comes to the podcast. Now, body image. One thing I didn't, I wasn't aware of when I entered the fitness industry as a professional uh, is just how much body image can drive people. You know, uh, what I've found is that a lot of the people that you, myself, and others idolize, the fitness demigods, you know, the people that have got it figured out, they've got the perfect body, they've got the perfect career, um, often have a real internal struggle with how they perceive themselves and how they look. And, you know, we could totally go down the route of social media and sort of comparing ourselves to others um, and even photoshopping your images, but that's a whole other a whole other show. But one, it really shocks me just how prominent it is, particularly in the fitness industry. And, it's, and to be honest, the way I, why I started in the fitness industry is quite prominent in my journey too. I started lifting weights because I was an actor. I went to acting school for three years, and in my third year of acting school, I realized I needed to look a certain way if I wanted to get the, ro- the roles that I wanted to get. So I wanted to get bigger. Wanted to get bigger and a bit more shapely to be a bit more appeasing to the casting agents in hopes that I get that that quintessential protagonist role. And to a point it worked. You know, there are a few auditions where I made it through the first, second, third phase. In fact, there was one that's a really interesting the TV show Spartacus. I don't know if you remember it, but it's just full of just ripped, fit people. It's all about the Spartans and, and Greek armies and but set in a modern context with modern terminology. And so if I got the role, this was the cool part, I would have been shipped over to South Africa and done a 12-week training camp to get my body into sc- to, to get my body screen ready. And that was going to be the most exciting part of the whole journey, I think. But I didn't get the role. And I didn't get the role because I was an inch too tall and I had brown eyes. It can be so superficial in the acting industry. You could be the biggest actor in the world, but if the, co-ho- the co-star that they've already hired is short and you're tall, all of a sudden it makes every single scene that you're together in not work. And so I started lifting weights to appease the aesthetics. Fast forward a few years and my body image journey shifted a little bit. I, um, I unfortunately got diagnosed with a cancer on my jaw in, uh, in I think it was February of 2014, so 10 years ago, that's a long time. And to get that out, I had to have a surgery. And the surgery involved taking out my whole jaw bone and replacing it with a bone in my leg and tissue from my leg as well. And so now I have this patch of skin um, that's sitting on the side of my face. That's essentially my leg. And after the operation, whilst I was recovering, I, I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. Because when I did, I didn't see me. I saw... 
I saw something else. I saw leg face, <laughs> something like that. And that really changed my my perspective on body image. And it was at that point when I realized there is a separation between body image and self-image. And then let's fast forward a few more years. You know, my, my wounds have healed a little bit, but the way I speak, the way I sound, and the way I look has fundamentally changed. The way I move has fundamentally changed because of this operation. And then a few years ago, I got diagnosed with this nervous system condition, which, to be honest, I knew about all my life, but for whatever reason, refused to meet the truth and kept sweeping it under the carpet. So I got diagnosed with hereditary motor sensor peripheral neuropathy, also known as Charcot-Marie-Tooth disease. And to cut a long story short, I'm I'm slowly losing the use of my feet, my legs, and my hands. I'm losing the use of my peripheral nervous system, and thus... My legs below my knees are like broomsticks. They're very skinny. And a few years prior, I really struggled with having skinny legs and being in the gym because I would get jeers. People would come up to me and say, hey, why do you skip leg day? Why don't you do calf raises? People would take photos of my legs in the gym and I'd catch them taking photos. And that really, really affected me. But as you get older, you get a little bit wiser. And you start to understand that the actions of people don't have to affect you. And so where I'm at with my body image now, because of the way I started, because of the changing to my face and my jaw, because of my legs, I'm very proud of my body. I'm proud of my body because it's mine. And I think you should be proud of your body too. I don't think you wanting to change something about your body is bad. I think that's actually quite good. Because that is a growth mindset. And you have the power to do that unless <laughs> you're, you're in a bit of a state like I am with my legs. But I'm proud of my body. And I'm proud of what my body can do. And so these are the two things that I've learned about body image over the last couple of years. The first, I mentioned it before, there's a difference between body image and self-image. Body image is your aesthetics. Body, body image is how you look on the surface. Self-image is much broader. It takes into account mental, interpersonal and spiritual characteristics and abilities. It takes, into, it takes into account your whole entire self, both spiritual and physical. And understand there's a separation between the two. And don't think that you wanting to change your body in a certain way uh, means you have to relate with the way your body is now. If you're not happy with it, it doesn't mean that you have to be unhappy. Because your self-image is much more important than your body image. But they do also affect each other quite closely. And don't beat yourself up. And don't beat yourself up because you think your calves aren't big enough. Be proud that you're trying to change, you're trying to grow, and be proud of where your body's at because it is uniquely and beautifully yours and no one else's. And the second thing I've learned is that you are what you expose yourself to. And this sort of goes beyond body image a little bit, but stay with me here. Your unconscious brain takes in 11 gigabytes of information a second. One second, 11 gigabytes or thereabouts, so they say. Your conscious brain can only interpret 127 bits. So not even one megabyte, which is 1,000 bits. It takes in 127 bits, your conscious brain. So you are getting stimulus, you're getting stimulated so much. 
but you're only consciously uh, using or comprehending a very, very small amount of that. So if you want to change the way that your body interprets or the way your body perceives or the way your body behaves, you first have to start with what you're exposing yourself to and how your body thinks because your thoughts too can shape your body. Do not ever think that your thoughts are just these woo-woo things that appear once and then then shoot out into the ether and don't and don't exist. No. If we think differently, positively, that will change our brain. We can change our physiology. We can change physical parts of our body just by thinking in a certain way. And when we think in a certain way, our neurons connect in really special ways. And when, when we practice that thinking differently again and again and again, we make that neural pathway stronger. And then soon that neural pathway, thinking positively, thinking differently, becomes your default setting. You change yourself through changing your thoughts. And so you are what you expose yourself to. So if you want a better body image or a, body s- or a better self-image, let's just stop for a second and th- take stock of the positive and negative interactions that are happening in our lives because they affect our body, they affect our unconscious mind. There was a study done in 2001. The study's title is hilarious, I think. The study's title is Bad is Stronger Than Good. Mysterious, ambiguous. But what they were looking at is how your brain responds to positive and negative interactions, positive and negative thought patterns. And they found that negative thought patterns stimulate your brain more. More parts of your brain light up when a negative interaction happens or a negative thought pattern happens. Which makes sense, right? We'd also found that these negative interactions last longer in our long-term memory, which also makes sense. Back in ancient days, it was to benefit of us to know where the lion attacked us. So we didn't go back to where the lion attacked us. So it stayed in our memory for longer. But then the scientists want to understand, all right, if our brain lights up this much for negative interactions, how many positive interactions do I need to match that stimulus? And you know what they found? A ratio of five to one, positive to negative interactions. So let's take stock here. Every time we scroll on Instagram, are we comparing ourselves to others? Are we looking at the best part of other people's lives and wishing that was us? Possibly. We're taking in a lot of information nonetheless. The salacious head, the headlines that pop up on your Google alerts, all the war that's going on in the world, all the, all the bloodshed, all the heartache, negative interactions coming in left, right and centre and then think in your life, do you have five times as many positive thoughts, positive interactions as you do to the negative ones? And the unfortunate answer here is that no, most of us don't. And so let's bring this back to body image here. If you want to have a better perception on your body, on yourself, let's stop exposing ourselves to unrealistic information unrealistic expectations externally and you can do that you have the power to do that you can take stock of your instagram you can audit the accounts that aren't serving you and then rewire your brain by feeding yourself positive messages and positive interactions someone told me this the other day and i think it's great and it's a great sort of summary that i'm trying to get at here if you live in a world where all you do is watch the nba (coughs) all you do is watch basketball you'll assume that every single person is seven foot tall. But in reality, it's very rare to find someone that's seven foot tall. So if you're looking at shredded images of people every single day, you're looking at people who have the aesthetics that you want to look at, 
hey, maybe let's consider changing that to a more positive message or a more achievable message to help that body image. I myself have done that, and I myself am always finding I need to rewire my brain to come to the reality and live in the reality that I want. So, team, we're getting a bit esoteric today, but I think these are two important messages. Remember that there's a difference between body image and self-image. You are not defined by how you look. No, 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 no. You are far more. You have far more depth than that. And if you're currently living your life by the way that you look, let's just pump the brakes a bit and let's take stock. Let's maybe work on our relationship, relational health, or our, our psychological health, our mental health a little bit more to create that full, broad health sphere. And also know that you are what you expose yourself to. So if you want to change anything about how you perceive yourself or your body, let's change the information that's coming into our brain through things like social media and through our day-to-day interactions. Team, great conversation. I say conversation, it's definitely not a conversation. It's me talking in a room, but I do love that you're here listening to me. So thank you for listening. Make sure you do follow the show. Make sure you do follow us, Jets Australia, J-E-T-T-S on all the social pipes. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.